Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode five of the Free Agents Podcast. My name is Matt, and we're very excited to welcome Andrew back to the pod. It was Thanks, a guys. one episode absence, but he is back. I'm excited back. to have him at 50% capacity, but I'm here ready to help the team win. <laughs> he so, pushes through injuries. Yeah. He plays through it. It's playoff can... time. Exactly. Come and on. we can we can appreciate that. Um, so some quick updates on, on our end. This is the second Sunday edition, and we think this would be a good time to focus on our free agent aspects. You know, the fact that we are unemployed, at least for the most part, not a much full-time position. And we would like to talk about our, you know, our struggles in finding work because I think that that is an interesting storytelling element of this podcast. And I think that it would be fun to kind of document our journey as we try to gain employment. Um, and we can kind of look back at this as an archive saying, oh, like I remember when, <laughs> you know, I was stressed about this and I wanted to talk about it on the, the Sunday edition. So we might go a little bit longer today, but I hope that you'll stick with us. Uh, skip to X period of time if you don't care about this stuff at all. And we're going to start talking about sports. So we'll put a timestamp in the description where you can just skip to or just run it at double speed. It depends on how interesting you think our lives are. Um, well, something for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> however, uh, to start, Andrew, while you have the your, your, uh, your Sunday edition free agent question, however, I think we'd like to see what came out yeah. of your chest this past week. Well, it was great because when the doctor, so apparently like when the doctor came out and gave it to my parents, she gave it in this bag, which is, it's like one of those like Safeway produce bags, first of all, which was like, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. So it wasn't as glamorous as I thought it would be. Um, I mean, were the you expecting them to like gift wrap it? I mean, she told us it was going to come in like this red bag, like a biohazard bag or whatever. So I was expecting uh, something more cool. fancy than just that. Yeah, I understand. Um, but here it is. This is the bar that was in me. Wow. I was under my sternum. So this is the bracket that comes off. This is the bracket that uh, they they think they tied it down to my ribs. So yeah. that was up against my rib cage. And then this was underneath the rib cage on the sternum side. That's, yeah. that's wild. That's pretty yeah, big. So. Yeah. it's it's right here's the thing though i thought it was going to be bigger like i got it and i was like this is this is i thought this part was going to be thicker i thought it was going to be like that tall um but and they unbent it to get it out of me so this is not as bent as it was when it was in me but, well i would i would figure it's kind of yeah flat. yeah <laughs> yeah so but yeah it's cool if you guys have any suggestions of what i should do with it because the doctor was like, every time somebody comes in, like they ask to keep it, but they never know like what they're going to do with the bar. So she was like, send us a picture when you finally like figure out what you're going to do with it. So put it back in, bro. Anything. Put it <laughs> you, you know, it's funny though, because like for a while, I was like, well, you know, if I get like stabbed in the chest or something or like shot, this will protect me because I thought it was going to be like the entire chest. It's, it's so <laughs> small. Like if I got yeah. stabbed, this wouldn't do a damn thing. Like, I mean, unless like, it was like perfectly on there, but. perfectly right on it. But like, yeah. And then everyone thought it was it was gonna come back to me like all bloody, like they wouldn't clean it, which was another problem. Who's like, everyone here? All right, it's time to it's time Not, to pivot. It's time to pivot. Yeah, that's right. That's I'm, right. I'm, right. Queasy, get I'm getting queasy right now. Bloody rod. <laughs> yeah. If, all right, if anybody has any kind of has any suggestions of what I should do with the bar, please let me know. I'm open to all and any suggestions. 
I'll have I'll have something for you on Tuesday. I appreciate it. Gotcha, <laughs> I was thinking of putting it in my, with my uh, diploma, like frame it inside the diploma on the bottom. You're making it like a hanger. Or just making like, like a your yeah, coat rack or something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right, Andrew, hit us with your uh, with your Sunday gossip. Your Sunday Oh career. yeah, well I'm happy to announce that I am start about to start an internship with CSM for the summer. So part-time internship buys me three three months or so of You're time legend, to sir. actually find a like a full time. Thank you. Um, but it's been interesting, like the whole onboarding process. They actually just recently like emailed me and they're like, "So we want to know your schedule, like going forward. Like, uh, you know, how many days and hours will you be working?" for us which i thought was interesting because i thought like it was going to be like a nine to five actual like normal work schedule but it sounds like they're letting me choose so like i sent back an email asking them like well is it is it project based like is it task oriented so i'll only be working like when they assign me things like i didn't know how it worked but like i just don't know how to go about responding to them being like hey give us your schedule when i'm like oh i thought that was your guys's job (laughs) Yeah, I mean, just as a as a quick response, I think that uh, it's good and bad that you can make your own schedule because it's good because obviously you can just say, all right, like if I wanted wanted a day off or you know, like say I just hate Wednesdays, they're just you know, hump days are the bane of my existence. <laughs> and I don't want to work on hump day. Then yeah. maybe I guess you wouldn't have to. But the problem with making your own schedule is. A, I've just, I have never had a, like a job or an internship where you got to make your own schedule. Like, I just don't know how that would work in terms of if you like set up your schedule one way, they're going to be like, oh, he's, he's only working six hours on Tuesdays. Like, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm worried about. Or um, (laughs) if you can like set up your schedule, like pretty poorly on accident where um there's like a maybe like a team meeting on x day that like you should be a part of like i know that i in my last internship i wasn't like part of the team meetings until like three weeks after or four weeks after we hopped on zoom because i don't i don't know why but that's just when i was included and i was like i should have asked to be on those and say you pick like oh like i don't want to work monday mornings and that's when the team meeting is you're like accidentally shooting yourself in the foot without even knowing yeah yeah um so i guess my advice like I'm qualified to give any is (laughs) I guess just follow up and be like, are there any important times during the week that I should know about? And then factor that into whatever schedule you create. But if there's like not an hour limit, like if it's not, Oh, you have to work 25 hours a week. I would just do what you're comfortable doing where you're not like overworking yourself. Cause like nine to five or nine to six is like a long day, you know, like that's a long day. So if there's like, okay, like 11, to five or you know start early and like nine to three three yeah but i don't i mean especially if you're going to be on the west coast doing an internship remote for new york like oh man you can start you can make sure like at least in the mornings you start later and if you explain it i'm sure they'll all understand well yeah because like we have the our um was like orientation we have to go on tuesday to like like mine's going to be virtual i guess but um, they're doing orientation on Tuesday and it's at 9 30 a.m. Eastern time. So I'm going to be doing 6 30 a.m. Orientation. Oh, man. I was like, that's 
so so much fun but this is like interesting because like i feel like these internships were like designed for college students right a lot of mm-hmm. them are at least and when you're in college at like nyu we had that internship where you had to do was it 200 hours for two 300. semesters 300 hours 200. for two semesters yeah so one credit right one credit but that's easier because then you can be like well i have to get 300 hours done in this like you know a semester but i since i'm graduated and i don't have that like requirement and they're asking me yeah. like how many hours do you need and i'm like any like i don't i don't have a I mean, and also hours. just for building yeah. a schedule when you were taking classes at least you had something to build it around and then you could right. figure out like okay well this day's i'm like filled with classes so i'm just not gonna work that day can take an extra hour to do some more homework and then go in later one day like figure exactly. out your schedule that way but now i'm just like oh i guess i'm available all day any day question mark <laughs> Like at yeah. your guys' disposal, I guess is what I'll what what I might say then. I would just I push know, yourself like, as as much as you'd want to be pushed. Because I mean, I think at the end of the day, yeah. if you're gonna be have, if you're gonna have this opportunity, especially at CSM, where I sadly was rejected for the full time position. Um, yeah, just like <laughs> so sorry, Matt. You know, well, hey, I mean, it's it's not the first time, and it definitely won't be the last. <laughs> yeah, that's, I that's got one like yesterday. Um, cool. But I'm just saying, like you're you're in there, you might as well, yeah, like work as much as you you want or as little as you want, because you have the freedom yeah. to do that. It seems, which is yeah, I'm definitely nice. too treating it like almost an audition for a full time position at this point, because I feel like after, yeah. after the three months, like if I've done a good enough job, then hopefully they might be like, we yeah. want to keep you around. So well, that's that's my you're not at least yeah, and just whenever yeah. something opens up to you'll have connections there. If they've seen you working, know you have like a strong work ethic and like the stuff you're doing is actually good, then that just helps so much more. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And you do you do good work for the most part. So Thanks. I'm not worried, I'm not worried about that. <laughs> yeah, I've been in a couple of group projects with you. You sounded a little went, questioning of yourself there, Matt. Okay. No. The whole, no, I'm co- I'm, no, 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 no. I'm confident that you do good work. I appreciate 100%. that. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, you know this. This podcast is one of the examples. Yeah, no, we we all did. At, we all graduated exactly. once for sure. At least, um, I guess I can talk about my little quandary that I'm facing, um, and it is a very little quandary. I didn't. I haven't received any jobs. <laughs> I haven't done anything good. You know, I'm just kind of existing <laughs> on a plane right now, uh, not the flying plane, like the geometric the, plane. The um, geometric plane. But I currently have a have a part time job with the Brooklyn Cyclones. It's great. Just essentially get paid to watch baseball, which is a fun time because yeah. I like getting paid and I like watching baseball. So it kind of you know it's a marriage of a marriage of the two. Um, however, it takes up a lot of time. Like uh, it takes me an hour to get there and an hour to get back because it's on Coney Island. And during the week that they're home, like this was a two week homestand, so it's even longer. But if I work every game that week, which I had to do because they were short-staffed, basically knocks out every hour of the day to do anything else. And I'm so tired when I get back because I've just sat on the subway for an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, and this, that's just a experience now. There was a absolutely crazy woman on my train. The This was yesterday. And I felt so threatened because I hadn't seen someone like that in so long that 
I got off and had to change trains and it took 20 minutes for the next one to come. So was it worth it? Probably not. Wow. But, <laughs> but I, I've just, I felt myself not doing as many things related to searching for jobs. I've applied to so many that it's like, Oh, I'm just waiting to hear back for so many, but that is the response I would think. So would just love to hear your thoughts on, on that. My question, I guess, to, to boil it down would be, um, how would you prioritize job searching while like partially employed? Yeah, I think that's, that's an interesting, like, it depends because if you see this job offered, like your part-time position as something that you want to pursue further, I think you definitely prioritize that more, right? Like same way I'm doing like the CSM, this is three months internship, but you know, if this is my audition to get a full-time job, I'm going to, you know, do as much as I can. But if I don't, if I do it like the first month, I can't tell right now if CSM's listening, I'm sorry. But like, <laughs> if I do it for like the first month, then I'm like, okay, I, this isn't what I want to do. I mean, I will start looking at other places and that will take up some of my time. So I think it's like a balance yeah. of, so I think of like, what, what do you really want to do with your career after that? So. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. Cause I mean, I'm sure you guys have been told this too, but I've been told in interviews, like half of it, yes, you're getting interviewed, but you also want to see if like the company would be a good fit for you too. And if you would actually yeah. want to work there, yeah. start your career there. And just another thing is while you're building this experience that you have, I think you should just be reaching out to people as many connections as you can make. You don't know who they know. So yeah, even if they yeah. can't directly help you, they can put you in contact with someone who might have a great opportunity. I have so much uh, survivor's guilt when reaching out to people. I just feel like I'm bothering them constantly. So I'll take that. Thought. But regarding like whether or not there's a full-time or whatever with this, like it's a, it's not, there's no it's upward not, mobility. Yeah. It's just like an independent contractor. Uh, I'm technically not even employed by the Cyclones. I'm employed by baseball, Major League Baseball Advanced Media, and I'm contracted by the Cyclones through them. So it's it's okay. truly okay. like as part-time as part-time can get in the sense that I'm an independent contractor that just gets renewed every year for the season. So, I mean, I'd have a job from, I guess, next year from April to September which is, you know, right. all well and good, but they're not, they don't play every day. And it's not, a, I don't get paid for the full time that I spend because I don't get right. my transport comped. So, really? you know, there's, it's, it's a fun time. They you don't know? pay for um, your transport? No, they do not. Well, I haven't asked, but I don't think they will because they don't pay for people's gas for the people that drive. Wow. So I would assume right. that yeah. they wouldn't exactly. buy me a pay subway, for your subway ticket. Yeah. Yeah. They're not the, you know, well, it's not like the Jets where I was not getting paid and paying to commute out there where <laughs> it's kind of, um, at least you you're know, getting paid. Rock and well, hard I mean, place situation. Well, going off of what Brand said, though, like maybe you could put out feelers over there and see, you know, ask people who are working over there if they've got anything that you could possibly, you know, connect anybody they know that you could possibly connect with, whether that be in Major League Baseball or somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, I'll definitely do that. I've just, now I'm starting to get comfortable again. You know, I'm still, I'm still yeah. so shy, you know, sometimes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I've I been mean, also, like three weeks now. I do feel like it is hard just approaching people and like trying to 
ask them for help in a way where it doesn't seem like you're just trying to use them. Well, that's like the hardest part. Yeah. That's, that's, I always feel bad about like my, I remember my dad, like the first time, I think it was like sophomore year. He was like, you need to reach out to this person. And I was like, ah, but like, you know, he's busy. Like, I don't, I'm just a wee sophomore. Yeah. I was like, "Ah, it's it's fine. And he was like, no, no, no. Like you need to do that. But I don't, I struggle with that mentality of like, oh, hey, by the way, what do you have for me? Like, (laughs) yeah, a little bit of a strong ask. We'll, uh, we'll feel better about it once we all realize that we're not bothering anyone. We're actually like qualified to be reaching out to whoever we're reaching out yeah. to. So I'm yeah. just trying to, you know, say these positive affirmations to the group so we can uh, successfully network or use our networks um, to hopefully gain employment. But yeah, well, we shall one connection see. at a time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. for real. And then I, Brandon had, we had talked about, a big question in our, in our pre-pod meeting. So if you want to pose yeah. that. I mean, yeah, just as we're all looking for jobs, I'm sure with these applications, we've all had a similar question. So really just whenever I see them ask for a desired salary, I'm always just so confused at what to put because you obviously don't want to put way too high or lowball yourself. And for some reason, I feel like it's always just required too, and you can't just leave it blank. Because most, of the, yeah. most yep. of the time, I just want to leave it blank, not answer that, because I'd feel more comfortable having a discussion about that instead right. of just with nothing to base it on for an entry-level job, giving them an amount. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I have no idea what to put. The only advice that I've gotten from that is from professors where I've literally just asked them that same question, where it's like, what do people make coming out of college for these positions? Uh, I heard, you know, I don't know if we want to disclose salary numbers because that's so taboo, but um, I just have been putting that for everything. And I can never tell if these people are looking at the numbers and they're like, Oh, this kid's a big shot. He thinks he's some, you know, he's going to make so much money. Like, and I'm not even, I'm not putting anything crazy. I'm putting like, I guess I'll, I'll just say it. I mean, I was told like 50 to 60 K is like what you that's, should expect. And I was like, okay, but fine. I don't care. I, I'm employed. That's yeah. money coming in. You yeah. Know, I'll, be, I'll be in the green. Um, I mean, I have no idea. Out, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I you look like, at like, the NYU, the NYU median, I think is like 65. Or something. Is that that's just because sports? of Stern. No, just. Oh, no, that's that's just, that's just NYU as a whole. Oh, right. Stern definitely okay. uh, inflates. And the real median. estate. Yes, Stern and real estate probably inflate that so much. I mean, hey, that was an SPS. We could have done it. Um, It's true. But I just put the same thing for every single one. But because I assume that all entry level positions are basically the same. Um, Yeah. But I have no idea. They don't even offer you like a place to put a range for some of them. Like sometimes it's like a drop down menu where you can like pick the number. And sometimes there's a range, which is nice because you can just put like whatever one you know, has like 50 K in it, <laughs> whether it's yeah, the, most of the time for me, it's just an empty like text box that you just have to fill. No, in. And you fill it in yeah. and you can be as specific as you want. So sometimes it's like, okay, yeah. if I'm just applying for a job to see like what happens, maybe I'll put like $69,420, you know, <laughs> just, to, just to see if they're <laughs> actually, see, impress them. put it out a feeler. Yeah. yeah. Just see if they're just get a response back. It. Just nice. Well, no. Uh, and if, uh, I mean, but if you did get that response back, I would personally think, you know, this company might be a good fit. 
That's fine. Yeah, that's true. That's there, true. You know? And then I would make well, almost 70K a year. That's <laughs> true. Good. Well, whenever it's a sliders, like I know that I, because on some of the ones that I was applying on, like you can, you just go like all the way to zero on the low end and then all the way to the max on the yeah. other one. And then that's like a, that's like a undecided, I guess, is like how they, they read that. And then you can negotiate it if you get any sort of response back from them. Not that I have, but uh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. That might have been my downfall. I don't know. But yeah, that's hard for me. It's hard to like, because when you're coming into an entry level position, you never want to be like, oh, yeah, I'm worth this much. <laughs> you yeah, don't want to oversell when, yourself. When before we've basically been worth zero. Because we were not. Yeah, I mean, you don't. <laughs> so want to what was that word? But you also don't want to lowball your own offer. Well, that's too. true. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to like say so, like, oh, I guess I'll take ten thousand. Like, like, give me the job, please. I don't think you're even allowed to do that. That would be way below minimum wage. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be. I mean, actually, it depends sad. on the state. I guess if the job's in Texas. That's true. Yeah, but but not in New yeah, York. I, I don't even. Think. I mean, then you I like have your... to pay taxes really on it. But yeah, so you get to keep the ten. <laughs> Yeah, no, I like your sixty thousand your range, like fifty to sixty, I guess, for entry level. It also depends on your field, right? Like, yeah, what exactly is the job if you're working in media or sports, or if you're working in like newspaper or I don't know, whatever Definitely. everyone pharmaceutical. engineering, pharmaceuticals, exactly, like bio. It it's all different. I think that's one of those things where you just have to again ask your connections and be like, like you did, ask the professors and be like, hey, what what do you think? Because this is, this is not something that I think we were prepared for. <laughs> no, I don't know. Well, I, never, I, mean, I never had anybody talk to me about it. That was just like, it's, really salary. Cheap, it's like, Oh, uh, I also just yeah, don't I want think to get paid. NYU anticipated so many people not being able to get jobs. So they I, that's just didn't, yeah. didn't teach us these things, but I mean, especially in the sports industry right now, like everyone's struggling. Slim yeah. pickings, but but hey, do? that'll create more opportunity once people are coming back. We're seeing live events know, happening. They're not even paying for broadcasters to travel. So yeah, let's, uh, let's, that's <laughs> true. you know, if they can't <laughs> hey, even we, pay we, Mike Breen to go to an NBA game, then <laughs> we could call some games from where we are. Why don't we just, we should just start doing that. We should just start calling games our own asking broadcast team. There you go. If everyone's okay, looking for uh, some broadcasters. Yeah, I can, I can be, be the, the color commentary. He's the play by play. Exactly. I'll do play by play. I'll be the Bill Walton of our bar. I got the voice for you. <laughs> well, I think that on the jobs front, we'll all be successful eventually. Andrew, congratulations again. I actually hope that I have Thank a you. second round interview next week with Ooh. Warner Media. Jinx. I'm oh, that'd manifest, be cool. Good luck, I'm man. manifest a second interview because. Definitely. It would be really dope to get the position, and then maybe I get to go to Atlanta and see Trey hey, Young. Atlanta's win his, cool. Trey Young win the NBA championship. Ice Trey, Ice Trey, Ice Trey, the gang brother, always, <laughs> always Ice Trey. Um, but I guess now that Andrew is out of his coma, we can update him on the happenings in the sporting world. So I guess. Please. On my screen, it's around 26 minutes. So, to anyone listening this whole time, you made it. You've met, you survived the employment stuff. Employment. <laughs> now we've moved on to 
the banter. So since Andrew's been out of commission, a lot has happened in the sports world. First, most recently, my boy CP10, Christian Pulisic, won the Champions League. Absolute goat. They uh, they lost to Switzerland today, the U.S., such is life. But yeah. <laughs> they got the Nations League finals coming up. Sad they're not in New York because I definitely would have went. But uh, congratulations to him. Congratulations to Chelsea. Great win. Of course, it was 1-0 because they just score and drop everyone back in defense, which is just like it how works, I play man. FIFA. Just like how I play FIFA. So oh, I respect it. The bus. I respect it. Weekend league is a, a very straining activity that I put myself through sometimes. So <laughs> um, congratulations to him. We got all the Julio news, but we're not even going to talk about destinations because he should just go to the 49ers. I agree. Uh, that's just, we're going to leave it at that. That's it. Really? Brandon disagrees. <laughs> we have, no, nah, I, I don't care. I don't care. You're wrong. <laughs> You're incorrect. I mean, Honestly, I'd be fine with that because at least a team in California would be doing well in the NFL. But I was thinking you don't, Seahawks. As you don't seem to have high hopes bro. In for your nah, LA bro. teams. As soon as you talk about the Seahawks, it's time to stop. It's time to stop. Really? It's fair. I, just, I, I, could... I just think NFC West, every game in the division would be so much fun to watch. It point. already is, though. I mean, it's so already like, the Seahawks don't <laughs> need it. By far the best division of football. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like the Rams are even good now. Like they got Stafford. Like they're nice. Stafford. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Good, so. um, and then just to quickly touch on the NBA playoffs, I'm sure you're updated on those, but Celtics are going to lose tonight because they don't have Kemba and they don't have Robert Williams. So that series is over. Time Lord. You're, you're, you're doubting Jason Tatum. That's Jimmy Butler game to play. got swept. He did. That's, the bubble I mean, boys were, were no match for bubble boys. Giannis. No bubble match. Boy. But actually, really quickly, do you think that the Bucks will have a chance against the Nets? Oh, yeah. The Celtics beat the yes. Nets. And the yeah. Bucks are way better yeah. than the Celtics. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm thinking like that's going to be a really good series. I think the Bucks I could easily play. see that series going seven. Yep. So, Especially just I don't know Drew Holiday, yeah, severely underrated the whole time. Such an like, underrated player. You can just player. see already how much of a difference there is with this Bucks team. Yeah, he's, he's a playing card, man. Like the but, best defensive. Okay, guard quick question: against the Nets, who should Drew Holiday defend? Uh, that's, that's a tough. Question. I would probably say Harden because. He's more of a threat as a shooter. So yeah. you want to either like push him off the line and make him pass. And like Kyrie's not as good as a, in a spot up role. Um, but you, you can pick either one of them. I don't think it matters. As long as he has one of those two, then they're going to be in a good spot. Because yeah. Kyrie has been playing not very well as the third guy. Yeah. Which makes sense because I think his whole career he's been number two or number one. And yeah. he has the ball in his hands and he's, you know, putting the sauce on everyone. But now he's kind of relegated to like corner sitting and like drive and kick. And like, I don't think that that's his, his game. It's so, an adjustment you know. for him. As long as, we'll as long as Drew stays healthy, I think the Bucks will be fine. I, I think, I think be a very competitive. Series, and just but. seeing KD versus Giannis, I, I'm fun. hoping that goes seven games because that's just yeah. going to be unbelievable. Just theater. Yeah. Unbelievable theater. Yeah. 
we need that. Um, we really do. I'm trying to think. Sixers, no match for the Wizards are no match for the Sixers. Um, and I yeah, don't think that's. This, I don't know who the Sixers are going to play next, but I don't think it's going to be very close. Whoever they play. I mean, yeah, Hawks so, or Knicks. Yeah, that's. Who cares? At this point, matter. it's probably going to be the Hawks. Yeah. Yeah. The so, Knicks, probably. Julius Randle, l- love him to death, but he just cannot handle the double teams. And it's ben okay. Simmons this is a lockdown Trey Young, though. No. No. no <laughs> Trey Young is not. No. It's not because of his defense that they're winning. It's because he's having like 25 a game. Also, Andrew. I will say this is. Oh, well, going just one more thing about that is like, this is. The, as angry as New York Knicks fans will be about how their team has been in the in this series, this is actually good for you guys. I'm just like all the Knicks fans out there know this is good because Julius Randle needs to learn how to play in that postseason where they're going to be double teaming him for the rest of his career. You so, don't learn how to win. He needs that. You learn how to lose. It's true. You got to lose one. Also, speaking of one. learning how to lose, uh, Jake McGee just gave up a two run home run in the ninth inning, so it's five to four. <sighs> Oh, uh, this Marv. is this is live as it's happening. So I'll I love it periodically. Great. <laughs> I, love, um, I love hearing the Giants bullpen blowing another game. But speaking of the Giants bullpen blowing a game, there was quite a game that happened on Friday night. So what upset about it? this. So so yeah, I, was, I think it was Friday. I watched it on my TV at like one thirty in the morning. I saw it live. All of the happenings, Andrew. Apparently did not. So I, I haven't heard the story and I'm, I'd very much like to hear it. Yeah, I'm excited okay. to hear this. So so it's like the seventh inning, right? I'm watching the game and it's the good game. It's back and forth, right? And Steven Duggar's up to bat and he swings. And right as he swings, my TV cuts out. And I don't know what's happening. So I'm like trying to like reset all this stuff. And by the time I'm like, like I'm in the middle of resetting everything. I get an alert, and it it was he hit a two run two run home run. I think it was on Friday to get the lead. I, might have just been a solo. D- but hit, hit a home run. run. Doesn't matter. Off a of yeah, he hit a home run right on that yeah. swing, and I was like, oh great, I missed that. So I'm trying to get like my internet like Comcast up again, trying to get so I can watch this stupid game, and it's not working. And what turns out happening is Mike Talkman robs Albert Pujols. Of a of a walk off home run, and then the Giants win in extras, and I'm like, oh, I just missed the best game of the year. And then the internet didn't come back until like 2 a.m. or no, 2 p.m. the next day. So I I had nothing to do because like again, I'm recovering, right? So I couldn't move out of my bed. So that was like my only source of entertainment was my my TV. I couldn't do anything. I was I just went to bed. I was I was so mad. (laughs) (laughs) So I missed the best Giants game of the year, which is awesome. Hey, my apologies. Uh, No, I didn't miss it. I I watched the first seven innings and then missed the best part of the game. So, <laughs> oh, you're ta- I think Duggar hit a two run double. Yeah. Oh, that might have been what that might have been it. Whatever it was, know. it was Duggar's big yeah. hit that that gave him the lead. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, just gonna miss everything. Oh, wait, that's wait. exciting about Posey this. had a home run in the eighth. Maybe it was that Posey had a three run home run. No, you missed I think that too. Duggar. I miss I missed the Posey home run for sure. Um, because I I don't remember. You, seeing you missed that it all, much. and I I apologize. I missed everything. For that. But to yeah. be honest, like as someone who watched it, it was not good for my heart. I was I was pressed. I was very pressed. You know what though? I would rather be pressed than bored though. I was so bored. Yeah. Yeah. That's when fair. you put it when you put it like that, I can't argue with that. Yeah. Uh but Brandon seems to be hundred also the Giants just won. So 
Oh, oh, good. Thank God. That was sus for no reason. Um, Brandon is undefeated with his betting picks. So that is true. If anyone took his advice, but we don't, again, we don't, we don't take my own advice. It's all, it's all hypothetical as we've been. I mean, at this point, I'm going to start taking your advice because, you know, you're, you're more right than any of us have been. Yeah. I mean, no, I was was undefeated. I was undefeated for the play in. Let's not come on. Yeah, I didn't do too well on that. Sports hates me. All right. But going on, I'll give you guys my pick. So Brandon right. Lo- Brandon's locks, they're three and no so far. They're looking to continue the streak. So game sevens in the Stanley Cup playoffs are amazing, as we all know. Tomorrow night we have one with the Toronto Maple Leafs versus the Montreal Canadiens. So I really think it's a safe bet actually to take the Maple Leafs. They're minus uh, 215 at home to win. Overall, Toronto has a better team with more veteran leadership, which can really make the difference in a game seven. Toronto has also outshot Montreal in every single game in the series. Head-to-head this season, Toronto is 10-5-1 against Montreal. And because the Maple Leafs are minus 215, I recommend taking the over for the total on this game, which is set at 5.5 goals. I really think the over is an easy pick for this because in a game seven with everything on the line, if one of the teams is up, uh, the other team's going to pull their goalie, which then just leads to more goals. You'll at least get an empty net goal, maybe tie it up, send it to overtime. So recommend taking the Maple Leafs and the over. Great pick. Great I love pick. that pick. I, I have two things. One, does the 10-5-1 include the playoffs? Or does this is, does not include the playoffs? It, it does. It does? Great. It does. Just, okay. making, just making sure. Number two, I don't understand how the Canadians of Montreal can just be all of Canada when there's so many teams in Canada. It doesn't seem fair yeah, that they get to be the Canadians. Confusing. You know? But I don't, you know, it's not, it's we not don't have an place. Americans team. Just saying. It's above my, I mean, we above have my like pay the grade. England Patriots. It's kind of like the Americans, but. I mean, yeah. It's not like Canadians. And I guess New England isn't a place. It's like a region. There's yeah. like a state called New England, so I guess it makes sense. No, but then right. there's the Golden right. State Warriors. But names are silly they, is the thing they, that they, we're trying to say. <laughs> names are stupid, especially Wait, in titles. Huh? What did you say, Bryn? I said, why do we even have names, you know? Why? Well, then <laughs> we couldn't tell anyone apart, and I don't think that would be good. <laughs> we I'm don't sure. need names. <laughs> Just no. from now on, just call me Jersey. I don't know. That's, that's just, call me, just call you me just unemployed. That's all you need call to know. Call me unemployed. Just call us that's all free you agents. need to know. There you go. We are collectively that, the free agents. Yeah. Collectively free agents. However, individually, we are unemployed. Um, <laughs> with that, I think that that just about does it. So we'll see you on Tuesday for the next episode. Maybe we'll have guests. Maybe we won't. We'll see how we're feeling. Um, but Andrew's back. We hope that you enjoyed the more employment heavy. Uh, if anyone's listening and has a job, please give that to us. Please. Please please help us. We're begging. Uh, well, not Andrew, because he's, he's got something. But Brandon well, and I, beggars. we're big yeah. chad. Andrew's so, just uh, with his We're happy that Andrew is back. And we look forward to 
see you guys again on on Tuesday. Yeah, see you guys on Tuesday. <laughs>